Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? If you like this episode, give us a like, share, follow, and uh, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and push that subscribe button right there on the screen? Okay, so let's get let's get into it with a question as we normally do. Got one for you, Joe. If you were a samurai with like a mystical sword or technique, what would be your motif? Like, would you pick an element, an animal, or like, like? Probably be an element. Be fire. Because you know, that's just kind of my personality. Fair. I feel. I mean, I feel like I'd go something. <laughs> oh god, this is gonna sound so edgelordy. I like 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 shadows or something. <laughs> Am I a samurai or a ninja? I guess. That just sounds like you're a 2000 emo kid. Yeah. True. But honestly, I'd probably go. I'd probably go similar to you. Like fire would be a fun one. Oh yeah. So that brings us into this week's character, uh, Tanjiro Kamado, uh, from the Demon Slayer universe. So Joker, uh, you know anything about this anime? I've heard of it, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard what you've talked to other people around about. Just I've been around, but that's yeah. Now I don't know nothing. Fair. Honestly, I think I, I'll admit it's it's no it's one that's not for everybody. It's a slow burn. It's like it's a slow buildup, but once it gets rolling, it gets good. Very beautiful too, and that beautiful yeah, art. So I've definitely from all the art I've seen is definitely nice. Oh, it's yeah. one I haven't really gotten into, not yet at least. I'm only shocked you didn't get into it because you were big on samurais back in the day. That was before this was a thing. Ah, from true. the look of it, yeah, true. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Let's start out with real world. So Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaba is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Koiharu Gotuag. Once again, we always apologize for butchering names. Uh, so it was uh, serialized. It was serialized in the Shuisha Shonen Manga Magazine Weekly Shonen Jump from February 2016 to May 2020, with its chapters collected in 23 Tanko Ban volumes. Man, you had to pick, like, one of the hardest things for you to have to ever pronounce. My God, that was rough. <laughs> like, we've had some rough ones in the past, but boy, did that hurt. Oh, uh, for those of you <laughs> listening, I do apologize. But you got a dyslexic who's had one heck of a day. Okay. I, don't, I don't think a good day would have helped you on that. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay, t- but, uh, okay, so I'm actually... I was shocked when I first, because most things we've covered, especially the mangas, have been kind of, at least from the early 2000s. This is probably the newest manga I think we've covered. Oh, it definitely is, of like the three, we've, two or three we've covered. But this is also an extremely new series. True. Like, it, it was extremely popular pretty much from its get-go, but I knew it hadn't been long. Fair. So it has been published in English by Viz Media and simultaneously uh, published by Shuisha on their Manga Plus platform. It follows teenage Tanjiro Kamado, 
who strives to become a demon slayer after his family was slaughtered and his younger sister, Nezuko? Nezuko. Nezuko uh, was turned into a demon. So, yeah. Not bad. Not so, bad. it follows the typical, yeah, my family slaughtered, sister turned into a demon. I'm going to hunt demons. You got to have a reason, man. <laughs> yeah, but at this point in time, you can be a little more creative. I mean... I don't know many where the like the sibling gets turned or whatever. That that's not as common. And that well, they're maybe not sister or sibling, but family. Oh, the family slaughtered. That's just. Well, but also, there's plenty of stuff where the family's turned and you know into stuff. Ah, true. Like they could have been a slightly more creative. I mean, fair. But we'll get into that when we get into the actual like in universe. So, a 26 episode anime television series adapt adaptation. Produced by Ufotable, aired from April to September 2019. A sequel film, Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yeba, the movie Mugan Train, was released in October 2020 and became the highest grossing anime film and Japanese film of all time. Which, kind of... impressive. Yeah. I remember when it came out, it was a big deal because, like... They aired it in theaters, and it was just one of those, like, I'm like, man, I haven't seen an anime aired in theaters since Digimon. <laughs> That's one way to date us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, we're old. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, yeah. That was, I, I want to say that or po- the second Pokemon movie were the last animes I saw That's in even worse. Because <laughs> that was 2000. No, the first one was two. Wait. The second one was Pokemon 2000. The second one was Pokemon 2000? Oh, my God. Because the first one was Pokemon first movie. Oh. Yeah, thanks for making me feel even older today. Ow. Okay. Carry on, Joker. So, into creation and design, uh, Tanjiro originates from Koiharu's um, ideas involving a one-shot with Japanese motifs. Uh, Tatsuko... Katayama, uh, their editor, was worried about the one-shot crusade being too dark for the young demographic and asked um, Kiyohara uh, if they could write another type of the main character who would be, quote-unquote, brighter. Which is one of those, like, I always want Man, I, I do love the direction they went with the characters. So finding out that he could have been darker, I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't think he would have been as relatable. And which is fair, because that's usually a way to avoid, that's something to avoid if you want them to be relatable. Yeah, if you want... That's usually where you go if you don't want them to be. Yeah, like, if you want them to be likable, you gotta make them bright, but, like, yeah, may, uh, so probably a good call from what I know of the character. Koihara has cited issues in the making of the character due to the contrast he has with the dark narrative. For the release of the manga, seventh chapter... Koihara drew a cover of Tanjiro wielding his sword while smiling. However, due to the contrasting aesthetic the manga ha- uh, due to the contrasting aesthetic the manga had, they discarded the drawing and instead drew a similar design with Tanjiro having a serious expression. And honestly, it does work like in the series um the character's lighthearted, and the fact is, anime is different than like a live action show, like where you get to in the character's head. So you hear what they're thinking in that. Yeah. So even though he has a serious expression, you hear him being like, "Oh, like 
you hear his thoughts. So in the initial design, uh, she, well, Tondro. As I just completely blinked out on, I was like, you know, we've said this before. <laughs> so in the initial design, Tondro did not have a scar or wear earrings, but in the end, they felt these features would accentuate the character. And ultimately, they do because honestly, his original concept and design without the scar or the earrings, kind of bland. Makes sense. I mean, you don't have something like that. There's nothing really extra there. Yeah. And just a, a unscarred and undecorated head, face. Not a lot of excitement to want to look at. Especially because unlike most main characters in anime, his hair isn't really that extravagant. He doesn't have the main character hair? Yeah, like it's red. <laughs> like characters are like, oh, you have red hair, but it's like that where it's black and just more red accented. So it's not like obliviously in your face. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, so then being like, we need to zhuzh it up. I'm like, that completely makes sense. Kind of, yeah, you really did need to, apparently. Yeah, especially in most mangas where it's black and white, you wouldn't even be able to tell that because his hair is kind of shorter, too. So good. And that, like, more, yeah, more bushy, shorter hair. Like, so not, yeah, they, 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 he was like, here's the character. And they're like, I mean, can you give us something? Anything? <laughs> Okay, uh, the editor commented about Tanjiro. He is a type of male main character that you don't see much. He's so kind, he has Nezuko, so he's coming from a position where he can't just say all demons are absolute evil. He's in a gray zone, which is honestly probably one of the reasons I kind of first fell in love with him. I think that's probably where most people really saw him and found their liking of him is... He has to be in that gray area. Yeah. Well, especially because they make it very clear throughout the series, like like his sister, that's an anomaly. That's never happened. And that even with multiple demon slayers, like being told stories of multiple demon slayers who want to believe that there was humanity left in demons, they're like, yeah, all of them get killed because they all got eaten by their loved one. And that they're like, wait, this one didn't eat you? Does anybody have No? Okay, cool. This is new ground for all of us. <laughs> So Tanjiro's design was influenced by Koyaro's editor. Uh, he suggested giving Tanjiro a facial scar in his forehead, inspired by Himaru Kenshin from Nabu... Nabuhiro Watsuki's. We're going to go with that. Uh, manga. We're, uh, Kenshin while also giving him earrings to balance his androgynous, or how androgynous he would look. The show is very androgynous. <laughs> there are multiple characters where you're like, I don't care if that. Yuma Takashi, uh, the producer behind the adaptation of the manga, said he enjoyed Tanjiro's role in the manga, making him engaged in reading the series. For how Tanjiro's water breathing was portrayed, Yufatobi received inspiration from uh, Katsushika Hukase. Ukiyo e style. So basically, ancient. Um, you've seen those ancient like arts and that of the samurais, and they have like the waters or the waves going yep. with them. That's kind. Of, which you can see it when you watch the anime. Like that, you can see it. That's probably where it was inspired from. Makes sense. However, an addendum I've heard is that the because um, in the show they kind of make it in the show in the manga they make it seem like you know when they're doing the lightning or the fire or whatever. 
that's actually creating the element. And the creator was like, no, it doesn't. That's just to show it. But the way it's done, we're all like, I mean, that kind of, it's kind of like they're you're literally getting electrocuted. Like you yeah. can't tell us that he's not creating an electric element when he's doing that. So Takahashi also said Tanjiro is the most relatable character from the series due to how his constant hard work inspires him. Which is, you know, something always good about a character, especially a main character. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's one that you want people to to like and want to be able to relate to. And I will say that is probably the most relatable thing, is this character doesn't necessarily start out as, like, he's not like Goku trained from birth to be a fighter. This guy was just a simple dude who was, like, got thrust into a bad situation and had to make the most of it. <laughs> So, when the anime series premiered in China, Tanjiro's design was slightly altered due to his piercings having uh, Rising Sun-style elements. It was feared it would offend the mainland, leading to brief retouch to the theme. Which makes sense, because, yeah, you've seen, you've seen, I think you've seen the earrings I have. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've seen those. So, yeah, I can see where they were like this. They're about to send it out. They're like, wait, wait, wait. Does anybody think this looks familiar? <laughs> Unfortunately, apparently a lot, enough people did. <laughs> okay, so let's get into reception. Take us away, Joker. In 2020, the Demon Slayer franchise generated an estimated annual sales revenue of 1 trillion yen, which roughly is 8.7 billion U.S. dollars. Uh, in January 2021, it was reported that Japanese sales of print books and magazines fell 1%. Uh, in 2020 compared to the previous year, being the smallest per-year decline since 2006. Which, you know, makes sense when you have COVID-19. Yep. Which, honestly, it's one of those, like, it's a great anime. I believe it deserves the hype it gets. But I don't think it would have, like, broken these records and done this well had we not all been stuck at home with streaming services. Oh, yeah. Everything kind of went downhill at that point. Yeah. Okay, so this small decline was attributed to an increase in reading in Japan due to the COVID-19 pandemic and the successful boom of the Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yebo manga and its related publications. According to Chara Biz, a database of characters licensing business in Japan, Demon Slayer is the highest grossing franchise in 2020, surpassing other well-known franchises such as Ampiman? I don't know that one. Pokemon, Mickey Mouse, and Peanuts. Which, the fact it beat out Pokemon? That one says a lot on its own, especially in Japan. Right? Like, that's a heavyweight, like, that's top dog. That is impressive. Because I'd argue that Pokemon does better than even Dragon Ball Z in sales. Uh, it's actually a good question. I imagine overall with all the merchandise, Pokemon probably has it. Cause oh, of, if you're including all the merchandise, definitely Pokemon. Yeah, so for this one to beat it out in sales of, of things, like, that's dang. That's pretty good. <laughs> right? So in 2019, Demon Slayer would also win the anime category of the Yahoo Japan Search Awards based on the number of searches for a particular term compared to the year before. The series won the war, the award for the second consecutive year in 2020 and was third in 2021. Yeah, it's pretty good when you can stay on top, the top three for three years in a row. Right? Like, dude, this, this anime is bringing it. 
Okay, so on Tumblr's 2020 year in review, which highlights the largest communities, fandoms, and trends on the platform throughout the year, Demon Slayer ranked seventh on the top anime and manga show category, which is still quite impressive. So regarding the series' sudden huge success, weekly show and jump editor-in-chief, uh, Hiroyuki? Yeah, let's go with Hiroyuki. Uh, he stated that the manga sale shot up straight after its anime adaptation finished. I uh, explained that a large number of people watched the series through the streaming service after it ended rather than watching it weekly. Because, you know, at a certain point, that's what everybody's going to do. Yeah. That's why the, the when the streaming services started doing that more consistently, it got real annoying because nobody wants to watch it weekly. Oh, yeah. No, I... Remember the day? I remember the day that they released the uh, League of Legends show, and they were doing like three episodes per week. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? You guys were supposed to destroy the TV series, not join them." Well, it's better than most if it did three episodes a week. True. I'm like every other one where they're like, "Yeah, we know we're on a streaming service, and you don't have to technically wait for us, but we're gonna make you anyway." It's like cool. Okay, so let's. Uh, so that's kind of it for real world, but like very impressive run, very impressive show, and it's definitely making headway. That like, I mean, it's competing with the likes of Pokemon. That says everything. Exactly. So in universe, Tanjiro was born on the mountain as the eldest son of Ki and Tanjiro, and that uh, Komato, a family of charcoal sellers. After his five younger siblings were born, he adopted the idea that as the oldest child, he should be the strong and endure any hardships for them. Although the family did not enjoy a lavish lifestyle, they lived happily and showed a great deal of love and care for one another. So those like, like we were never rich, but we hugged a lot. And all I heard in his mindset was the uh, older sister from Encanto. Ah, a little bit, yeah. All I heard is I would be the strong one. <laughs> Which is, yeah, that's kind of exactly what happened. So one time when Takio? Takio. Uh, accidentally knocked over a hot kettle, Tanjiro jumped in to protect him, resulting in a burn scar on his forehead. Which apparently is uh, important to event later. Yeah, it's one of those, uh, it does become important uh, a bit later, and we'll, I think we get to that. If not, I'm more than down to explain it. <laughs> So, growing up, Tandro learned coal-burning techniques and was responsible for selling charcoal in the nearest town in order to earn money for his family. He appeared to frequent the town quite often as the civilians there easily recognized him and regularly asked for his help. When you get a burn in your face, it's easy to see you. Right? <laughs> you know, like somebody, you know, looking for his honor. Oh, <laughs> uh, good, good, good reference. So, Tanjiro's father was a major influence on him and acted as teacher for the foundations of the Hinokami Kagura? Hinokami Kagura. That was close. Yeah, you were actually pretty solid on that one. So, which is a ritual dance that was passed down across the family's generations alongside a pair of uh, earrings, and Tanjiro would often watch him perform this dance. Which is. I'm not butchering that one. The uh, Hanofuda sure. earrings, Hanofuda. 
Uh, I only know I'm a, I'm a level with you and the and our audience here. I only know some of these words because I've watched the anime so many times. It's kind of why I've been uh, pausing. I was like, hey, you've watched this. Help me. <laughs> Fair. Valid. Okay, so upon asking Tanjiro about his stamina despite the cold weather, Tanjiro learned from his father that there were special, uh, specific breathing techniques to continue dancing endlessly. Later discovers this may have been uh, the first breathing technique created. So basically his father, like what they didn't really explain in, um, in the research on this is his father is actually very sickly at this point. But he, like Tanjiro's like, how is he, our father, if he's so sick and bedridden, how is he able to dance like this? That makes sense why he's questioning it. Yeah. And his father basically explains to him, it's like, it's a breathing technique that helps me basically surpass my physical limitations. But yeah, you you start to find out some hints that like, oh man, there might be more to this family than meets the eye. Makes sense. So when Tanjiro grew old enough to dance in place of his weakening father, he learned that uh, that the correct techniques would allow him to blank his mind, enter a plant-like state, and gain access to the see-through world. Basically, yeah. And uh, I find it funny that he learns this before he learns any of the actual martial art breathing. Because, yeah, that's kind of what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to give you, like, superhuman abilities. So, before Tanjiro passed away, a knight with the threat of a hungry bear prompted him to show Tanjiro, his son, the state in action. Uh, The son son Tanjiro was frightened at the sight of the predator, but his father quickly killed it with his axe upon entering the state. Tanjiro, the father's abilities, shocked uh, shocked the son. He made sure to remember the event. Soon after, the father passed, and the son, Tanjiro's younger siblings, began treating him as their father figure. Which kind of makes sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, when you're now the oldest male in the family, that's kind of what you become. Right? And it's one of those, like, I know, I know nobody can really see the father right now in that, but, like, he is, like, they show he is very sickly towards the end, like, skin and bones. So for him to kill a bear with an axe. Just to kill a bear. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, dang. The, the breathing technique works. So on a snowy morning, uh, Tanjiro prepares to leave for a nearby town and sell charcoal in preparation for the new year. However, his uh, younger sister, Hakano Kamado, uh, and brother Shigeru? Shigeru, yep. Uh, hold him back, begging for him to bring them along. Their mother intercepts and tells them how Tanjiro wouldn't be able to carry them if they were tired. Yep. But you know, that's fair. I mean, you gotta. It's also, I feel like, the mom's nice way of saying you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's one of those two, like, um, because, like, it's really snowy and stuff. Yeah, you can't bring the wagon or anything because they don't have a horse. Yeah. So, the, yeah, can't bring the kids. So Tanjiro bids farewell and starts making for the town. He quickly encounters his sister, Nezuko, uh, who is carrying their younger brother, uh, Rokuda. And Nezuko comments on the sibling's attachment to Tanjiro and sees him off. The whole reason I include this is because it's just going to hurt. I mean, it has to at some point. Yep. (laughs) So upon arriving at the town, uh, Tanjiro holds friendly conversation with the townsfolk and some ask for his help to perform errands. Uh, this is actually where you first see uh, his super sense of, superhuman sense of smell. Yeah, the character basically, that's 
what gives him the advantage when sword fighting is he can differentiate smells almost almost being able to distinguish blood types through it nice like yeah the guy becomes a to- like is a to- total beast when it comes to scent so tanjiro begins to make his way back home but is suddenly stopped by a man named uh saburo saburo uh requests that the boy stay at his house for the night and warns him of the dangers in the mountains Although Tanjiro's uh, tries to deny the offer, Subaru continues pushing the emphasis that demons are active during the night. Tanjiro finally relents and listens to Subaru uh, talk about demons as he falls asleep. I always find in world universes like this, the whole like like oh, what are you talking? You're just a crazy old man. Demons don't exist. When it's like, wouldn't it be kind of more known, especially in rural places like this? Still got to think, depending on how old he is, he's still a kid. He's going to think he's invincible and untouchable. Okay. He's not going to care as much as, you know, a, a well-thinking adult. I mean, fair, but, like, also... That's my the, only defense. I don't know how old he is at this point. I was going to say, because the amount of other, like, middle-aged adults you meet in the series that are like, what? Demons are real. And all the elders are like, yeah, I've been saying this for how long? Oh, yeah, those, that makes no sense. At least with a kid, it kind of does. Right? He has some defense. True. <laughs> so when Tanjiro makes his way back home the next day, he would return to see an unconscious and wounded Nezuko lying on the snow and shielding Rakuto with her arms devastated. He realized that the entirety of his family has been slaughtered except for Nezuko. His first sense of danger is he can smell the scent of blood. Yep. He basically smells it like... He basically smells it probably, I'd argue, 100 yards before he gets to the gets back to his house. That, like, yeah, the guy's scent is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's got to suck to think that, uh, you also got to think that him being in that person's house might have saved him. Uh, oh, it completely did. Like, they do not, they, that's kind of what's emphasized to a point where, like, he feels so guilty afterwards. He's like, if I was there and everybody's like, what would you have done? Right. Get murdered by the literal number one demon? Come on, man. <laughs> so Tanjiro picks, uh, picks her up and while attempting to carry her to the nearest doctor, discovers that she has been transformed into a demon and promptly attacked by her. Yeah, she straight up tries to murder him. That sounds like a demon. <laughs> yep. And I, I guess uh, I guess watch uh, doing a little bit more research recently into it, it's implied that the reason the family was even targeted is because of their bloodline. And the demon was uh, basically killed all the others trying to infuse his blood with them. They all couldn't take it except for her. And that's the only reason she survived. That makes sense. Another stereotype. <laughs> yep. Uh, kind of the whole point, the whole main demon's point in doing that too is he's trying to create a demon that can actually walk in the sunlight. So it's Blade. Just yeah. demons, demon on the demon side. Oh, yeah, completely. <laughs> nice. So Tanjiro struggles to fend off his demon-turned sister and is overwhelmed by her strength, narrowly managing to block her attack with the handle of his hatchet. As Nezuko begins to grow in size and overpower him, Tanjiro inert- internally apologizes to his family for the suffering they must have felt during their last moment and begs his sister to retain her, to retain her humanity. Upon hearing her brother's words, Nezuko begins to cry. It's an emotional scene, but like, also that's I always find I do find it adorable in the show. One of her basic main 
demon magic powers is she's able to alter her size. That's pretty cool. Right? Like she can become giant or like there's a few scenes where like somebody tried to like cut off her head at one point and she just shrinks into a little tiny girl. Nice. <laughs> right? Anyway, it's adorable. So, okay. Uh, so the siblings are suddenly interrupted by the arrival of Gyu, Tamioka, who attacks Nezuko from behind only for his attempt to fail when Tanjiro moves her out of the way. So this would be his kind of first encounter with an actual demon slayer. Makes sense. And, you know, of course, the brotherly love is going to you know, move his sister out of the way. Right. So recovering quickly, the swordsman asks Tanjiro why he protected the demon, and he desperately replies that the creature is his sister. Looking at the bad Nezuko, Gyo questions the sta- uh, this statement before swiftly removing the girl from her brother's grip. Because, you know... It's what you do as a demon slayer. You're going to want to kill it. And you're going to question the person's like, no, this is my sister. Right? It's also one of those, like, this kind of shows what we taught, what I was talking about earlier. Um, she is the only one ever to basically be able to be conformed. And that's why, like, he's just like, no, I'm no, that's a demon. I don't care if it was your sister. <laughs> Makes sense. It's like the whole zombie thing. As Tanjiro calls out to Nezuko in alarm, Gyo tells him not to move and states that it is his job to kill demons. He listens to Tenjiro attempt to defend his sister and explain their current predicament. Which, you know, everybody, like, this is straight up, like, I'm, I, I remember watching it all, at a certain point, I'm like, oh my god, this is like a scene in every zombie movie. Yeah, pretty much. Especially in reading this next sentence already. So Tenjiro expresses his confusion with, with Nezuko's transformation. Gyo comments that her change is simple to explain. Any open wound bathed in demon blood causes that person to become a demon themselves, thus increasing their overall numbers. It's exactly what, it, what you see in every zombie movie. Oh, yeah. Tanjiro explains that his sister hasn't eaten any people, but Gyo reminds him that she had just attacked her uh, or attacked him previously and bluntly tells him that there is no way to cure a person once they are turned into a demon. Despite Tanjiro's plea to the contrary, as Tanjiro continues begging for his sister's release, Gyo brings his sword up to Nezuko's throat. Because at this point, he's just like kind of tired of, I feel as he's, he's tired of having this conversation. He's like, I'm just going to kill, I'm going to get my job done, dude, yeah. I don't get paid over time. You don't care. I get paid by the demon, I don't get paid overtime. <laughs> Well, Tanjiro then bows before the swordsman and begs him to spare his sister's life. Gyu grows angry and yells that Tanjiro has no authority over who lives or who dies, given he has uh, he was too weak to protect even his own family. Use some harsh words there. I mean, Especially since I mean, Grant he doesn't didn't know he wasn't there, but he wasn't there to protect him. All I'm thinking Not about... Not that I think he could have at the time, but... <laughs> All I'm thinking about is the, scene, is the scene that's always clipped from Friday. Damn! <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that was a bit harsh. He labels all his talk about finding a cure for his sister's condition and his family's killer as ridiculous, since neither he nor the demon lord would have any respect for such a miserable display. Which is fair, and he's just, yeah, he's being honest. He's like, dude, yeah. begging's not ever going to work in this situation. You got to, you know, do something about it. Right? 
which Yu demands that Tanjiro prove his dedication to protecting his sister by drawing his axe. While Tanjiro hesitates upon hearing these words, Yu silently encourages him to find the resolve necessary to accomplish all of the lofty goals he had placed upon himself. He then stabs Nezuko in the chest, causing Tanjiro to throw a stone at him in fury. Yeah, this is where it gets good. That's, well, that's one way to start, to start stuff. Right? So, Gyo blocks a stone with the hilt of his sword and avoids another one of the projectiles as Tanjiro charges at him empty-handed after swiveling behind a tree. Seeing the attack, uh, attack attempt as only a simple act of emotion, the swordsman angrily drives the hilt of his sword into Tanjiro's back, knocking him out. Staring down at the fallen boy, Gia realizes his opponent's hatchet was missing and looks up to see the weapon spinning towards him through the air, narrowly dodging him. He muses over Tanjiro's clever strategy and realizes the boy's plan was to defeat him with the flying hatchet after he was knocked out. So, yeah. He knew he was going to be knocked out, He and he planned on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's one of those, like, I feel, like, because I think he even brings, <laughs> explains it later. Like, he's like, he's like, kid knew he couldn't take me, technically. Yeah. So, he just tried to trick me, which almost did work. Uh, pretty dang close. <laughs> Yeah, in the anime, like, yeah, it is, like, right next to it. Like, he just moves his head out nice. of the way. So, distracted, the swordsman is attacked by, by Nezuko, and he dodges backwards from her kick. Cursing himself, Gyu watches as a girl reaches for her brother, certain that she is going to devour him. To his surprise, though, she instead stands protectively in front of his vulnerable body before charging at him in rage. Yeah, just kind of proving there is some human in her. Right? Which I remember, that threw him off. Like, in the show, that throws him off so badly. I mean, it makes sense. When your whole life and your whole line of work, you see the complete opposite of this yeah. on a day-to-day basis. And that's so, uh, Gia recalls Tanjiro's previous statement that Nezu- uh, Nezuko wouldn't eat humans. Noting that somebody a long time ago had said the same thing had, and had been killed regardless. He reflects on the nature of demons, in particular, the high amount of stamina lost during transformation process. It's kind of like, you know, the whole being bit by a werewolf and that, like, it's physically painful. And what they do to alleviate the lost stamina and prevent starvation, they eat humans, even those closest to them. Seeing that Nezuko was not following this example, Gia sheathes his sword and insists incapacitates the unusual unusual demon with a barrow-handed blow to the neck. Barehanded. Barehanded. <laughs> I got to admit, that's got... That's got to be a bit of a... What do you do in that situation? I mean, part of me still be like, well, you're still a demon hunter. He's unconscious. He ain't going to do anything. Now's the time you do it. I mean, I feel like you would. I don't know. I, I'm torn because part of me wants to believe I'd give them a chance. But also, I've been jaded by a lot of things. Exactly. So. And I don't want that, that thing to come back at me because I didn't kill it. Not going to lie. I'd prob- like I said, he's unconscious. He's not going to stop you anymore because he can't. Yeah, that's valid. And especially now that you've knocked her out. It's easy. Maybe I'm a little bit of a messed up person. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm still torn. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, let, let's, fit, let's 
fish out this origin story, and I'll, I'll say some things about it. <laughs> so while Tanjiro and Nezuko are unconscious, Gyu wraps the later in a clean cloth and straps a bamboo muzzle-like tube across her mouth. Okay. Uh, when Tanjiro wakes up after seeing a vision of, a de- of his deceased mother and siblings, Gyu instructs him to visit a man named... Is I should have given this to you. <laughs> is a man named... Uh... Uh, Sakanjo Urokodaki. Well, he butchered that enough for the both of us. So, he was supposed to visit him at Mount Sagiri? Yep. And not to take his sister out in the sun, vanishing swiftly afterwards. Yeah, so basically that's the guy who's going to train him to be a swordsman. So, a surprise Tanjiro watches him leave, and he takes Nezuko to dig graves to bury their family and pray for their souls in the afterlife. The pair then leave home and head toward Mount Sagiri. I will say, I do love the bamboo muzzle throughout the series, because it's one of those, like, everybody, at a certain point, they trust her. Like, even the guy who he goes to train with, basically, she, at one point, falls asleep for two years. During the training. She sleeps for two years, which is, that's why they believe they're like, that's where he comes up with the theory that she doesn't need to eat human flesh. She needs to sleep to recover. Makes sense. But he basically subliminal message brainwashes her into seeing humans as her family. But it's still, I love the like, Hey, I, I fully believe in my work and I, I trust in my ability, but we're still going to keep that muzzle on her. Okay. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't either. It's one of those, like, some people are like, that's a little cruel. I'm like, I mean, you gotta, it though? if you have a dog that keeps biting people and that, even if you've, like, taken it to a specialist, maybe when you take it out on a walk, you uh, don't let it just... <laughs> you get there, Joker? <laughs> it was laughing at the sound. <laughs> And I'll, like, I will say, yeah, the sword train's basically where he learns, like, water breathing and um, everything. And, yeah, I, where was I? Don't know. For the last one's you. Okay. Powers and abilities. Okay, so this one isn't technically a power ability, but it's a consistent trope throughout the entire series. He has a hard skull. To a point where, like, it's become a saving factor for him. Like, one demon straight up murdered the predecessor, like, his, the first kid that um, his trainer trained by crushing his skull. And when it went to slap him on the head, all it did was just add to the scar. Nice. And that to the point where he's taken out, like, other demons by headbutting them. He knocks one out. <laughs> so, Yeah. Uh, superhuman sense of smell, which we do kind of talk about. He, it's at the point where even demons who can kind of go in and out of portals, he can still slightly smell where they're about, like going to pop out. Uh, enhanced strength, that comes with the breathing techniques. It's able to increase, uh, according to base, uh, the samurai and stuff, the breathing techniques allow them to get on par with the demons, even the high-ranking ones, as far as physical capability. The only difference is if you chop off a human's arm, they can't regrow that with a breathing technique. So also in uh, immense stamina and endurance, total concentration constant. Basically, the breathing techniques 
were when he originally learned them, he learns that there's an advanced form where basically you just don't stop ever. Nice. Like, and, that, and that's able to increase your stamina almost tenfold. Uh, he also learns how to combine breathing styles. So basically taking his water breathing style and combining it with his father's son breathing style, which, yeah, you start to find out that his father might have been part of that sun breathing technique like Samurai's and just kind of tried to leave it all behind. And that's kind of where the whole scar thing comes in because when he meets a flame uh, flame uh, samurai's like father, he's like, you sun-breathing SOB, you think you're better than me? And I see that scar on your head. And he's like, no, I'm sorry, what are you talking about? He's like, I see the marking of the sun-breathers. And he's like, I got this one as a kid. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so also um, with the breathing styles, unfortunately the sun breathing style creates uh, uh, such a burden on the body. He does learn a recovery breathing technique. So it basically, he develops it. It allows him to basically, cause the other one will put him out of commission. This allows him to at least get back up on his feet and move, which saved him multiple times. Nice. And that the Demon Slayer marks so are basically the anger are the more in tune with the sun breathing technique he becomes, the more the scar starts to take over his uh, face and body. Transparent world. Like his father, he gains the ability to foresee the opponent's attack by analyzing and perceiving his opponent's blood flow. Muscles, skeleton, joint alignment, and organs in this state, his movement, uh, intuition, and evasion speed increase dramatically. Okay, selfless state. As he unlocks the transparent world, Tanjiro also learns the ability to completely erase his presence from the battlefield from his father, including all his fighting spirit. This ability allows him to completely negate and bypass uh, uh, Akaza's extrasensory perception thanks to this. So kind of, I they haven't gotten to that point in the actual anime. And I don't want to read the manga and ruin it for myself. So I'm imagining it basically is like going incognito mode. Like That's visible. Right. Uh, repetitive action. So uh, that that one basically, yeah, he just he knows the techniques very well. Water breathing. It has ten forms technically, but there he never he learns the ten basic forms in that. But you do learn from uh, the guy who basically found him and his sister. There are other forms that that guy created to add on to it. He him Tanjiro never really becomes that much of an expert in water breathing, which makes sense when you find out that he's descendant of sun breathers. So Hinakami Kagaru, also believed to be sun breathing, possesses 13 forms. So in combined, the guy knows a hundred or <laughs> almost at 123 forms. Minus the one, the guy knows 23 forms of breathing styles and sword techniques. That's impressive. Right? And uh no other media. Nope, he appears in the manga and the show and the movie, and that's it. Yeah, he does have one. They do have a video game. Huh. Well, it wasn't listed in any kind of other media for him, so. Oh, all good. So, I guess question as always, you a fan, Joker? I mean, it was interesting. It'd be one, I'd probably be more of a fan if I got down and watched the show. 
But I mean, just hearing about him, I mean, it's interesting. Fair. And honestly, yeah, no, I'm, I mean, clearly, I'm the one who picked this. I'm the one who championed this. I'm a fan. For one, the whole sun arc thing, my tribe's whole thing is like being children of the sun. So immediately there. Also a hard head, like me. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, he's kind of who I wish I could have become <laughs> through the tragedy. Like, he still is nice. Like, he's still very caring and nice. I watch the character, and I'm like, I wish I had stayed that way. Yeah, that would have been nice. So, <laughs> you know what? I'm a fan, too. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, a comic, a cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan, too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.